<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Sidework presents Add-Ons with Brooke Van Poplin and Andrea Wallace. We're back. This is episode four. Episode four of Add-Ons. And yes, you guys, did you do it? Did you get in there? Did you rate, review, and, uh, you know, subscribe? Have you, you know, we get that some of you do not do the whole Apple podcast thing. Yeah, I actually did put eyes on uh, Apple podcasts and nobody knew did rate or review. Uh, Possibly rated, but definitely didn't leave a review. Um, I mean, I smashed five stars just because I was on there. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. I don't... Uh, I don't know how many times it lets you five star rate your own shit, you know, because I think it like allows you to like, like, it's like, sure, hit the five stars. Is it going to f- reflect in your numbers? No, honey, it's not. But it just feels good. It feels really nice, you guys. I think we I should think all give worse. ourselves five stars. But you know That's who right. is a big, big fan of the show? Our very own Brian Michael Lucas, sound editor extraordinaire. Sound man, sound person. Uh, he, we were talking last night, and we were listening to the ranch episode because I hadn't had a minute just to like soak it in myself, dip in there, soak if it, you dip will, in, dip into nuc, the ranch deep? episode. Did you go nuck deep? And <laughs> nuck deep so hard, and he was like, "I really like this. Like, I love what you guys are doing. It's just like short and sweet and to the point. And yes, we had been drinking, but." <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. It doesn't mean none the less. He was like, this is so fun. I was like, right. We're really we've really like got something going. Well, I think we're we're hitting an intersection because I nerded out also where I was just like, oh, it's our personalities plus uh, fun, weird history, which I geek out on history podcasts and fun factoid situation. But as it relates back to the service industry, so we're mm-hmm. in the pocket, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And wait to, to five stars ourselves at the top of this uh, fourth episode of Add-Ons, Brooke. So, so yes, let's, let's get into it. So today on Add-Ons, what we want to talk about, you know, it's just going to be a quick pick-me-up episode, an iconic energy-boosting and comforting sight to behold in any reputable restaurant, diner, or fast service chain. You guys, we're going to talk about the bun coffee maker. Oh, my God. I have feels. I have feels. Bun, Even bun, bun. Just oranges and browns and the smell of the coffee brewing and the smell of the cooking coffee. It's all happening in, in, in my brain at this you, moment. You had me at burning the empty carafe uh, when you would accidentally send, you know, set it down without enough coffee mm-hmm, back in it. And mm-hmm. you're like, what's that smell? Mm-hmm. Anywho, mm-hmm. that's or, an or, or someone didn't turn off the burner and it sat overnight and you oh. walk in and the whole place stinks like the burnt coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never found out. If it was capable of exploding and, uh, you know, showering everything in glass, there were it's ways tempered. to do it when you were. It's tempered, you it know. Is tempered. I do feel like, and we'll get into it later, a little later in this um, cute, short, and sweet episode. 
This is like a real cortado of an episode. It's just like short and strong. You know? It's like one pull. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was more that we would bust the bun carafes when we were doing really wild things to clean the coffee uh, spoons. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes, tempered yes. as they may be, uh, they were not idiot proof. So, um, guys, today for our research, I grabbed, um, uh, you know, all of our little nuggets of info today from a website called Buy or Don't Buy, Wikipedia, <laughs> and the official Bun webpage. Nice. Yeah. All right. So here's the thing. I didn't want to get into a whole situation, but basically the Bun family has mm. had wholesale, uh, like a wholesale, it started with a general store in the 1800s that Abe Lincoln even frequented. That's nice. how far back the Bun family Fucking goes. Name dropping, Brooke. Pa-pow! I know. I know. But this is not about him or that. What we're going to do is speed it up to the 1950s for this very established business when another member of the Bun family, George R. Bun, who managed Bun Capital Wholesale Grocery Company, he started a division dedicated to the coffee brewing process and coffee equipment after becoming very frustrated with the process of separating coffee grounds from liquid and the percolating process. Oh, God. I mean, sometimes out of the greatest frustration comes the most clear, clarified, clear, best ideas, clear and, pictures. And I have to ask, can we pause? I mean, I unfortunately, during the summers, as a young coffee drinker who would stay with her grandparents at the lake, for weeks on end, mm-hmm. oh boy, did I drink a lot of bad percolated coffee. That stuff runs right through you. It's not how coffee was meant to be. It's it's actually the closest thing to like cowboy coffee, which yep. is just like grounds in a pan with water. Yeah, you just bubble it over a fire. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so basically, he was just incredibly frustrated from from this process, and it was incredibly messy because I've cleaned my grandparents' old scary coffee percolator yeah for sure um, and it's just like how many grounds do i have to swallow today you know, oh, I know. clean it yeah it's like Ugh. it's it's that you know when you get like the ground on the and the on the tip of your tongue and it's the it's this sound <laughs> um but okay so we'll get to that in a moment but this is born out of frustration of mm, percolators mm. so the bun coffee that we know and we can visualize the big silver industrial machine that usually mm-hmm. has a burner on top and one mm-hmm. on each side because you usually have to have two regulars and one decaf going, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's often, the bun coffee is often poured from these coffee makers, um, which can also keep the pots warm. And here's the thing, uh, sure, maybe some coffee snobs will argue that even having one warming plate on a coffee maker is just uh, a sin, you know. But, right, right, right. But this is all about like, get. we need coffee now. Right. Like this You're going to blow, blow through that shit real quick. This is high demand, hundreds of co- cups of coffee being served like turnover in a in a diner where you are just percolating all day so it needs to be fast and to be fair it really doesn't sit in that coffee pot for too long Mm -mm. you know like when things are really at a uh, full tilt situation during the day so so basically good fast coffee is what bun produces in their line of velocity brew coffee makers (laughs) (laughs) um so basically here's the thing can you think of what one of those big floppy 
cupcake-like coffee filters look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We for all sure. Are Either the, the regular size ones for your house or the giant ones you use at work. Exactly. Okay, so the cupcake-style coffee filter is invented by Bun. Um, basically, this is going back to what I was saying. This was an effort to produce coffee with a smoother taste. Um, mm. Right. Again, backlash against the percolator. Now, at this time, there were also cone-shaped filters, but it would result in the hot water passing through the bottommost coffee grounds more than the coffee grounds at the top of the filters. Mm-hmm. So therefore, this whole situation could be improved upon. Um, so basically, they they designed it so that the uh, coffee machine itself would have spigots more evenly distributing water through the flat-bottomed filter. So mm-hmm. you would be getting like really fast, evenly distributed flavor. And it is still one of the most popular types of coffee filters out there. I love this. I love I think that that's great. And it makes so much sense because like while, you know, cone shaped filters make sense for like pour over. But that's a whole process. You have to like stir it. You can't just like pour it and let it like do its thing that it's a whole step by step situation for cone filters to be efficient. I okay. not that I'm about I mean, like, listen, I promise I'm not going to coffee nerd out in a moment here. Here's just a quick tip. And that's not why we're here. We're here to talk about. We're here. We're here about bun. (laughs) But if you if you do like to do a nice quick and dirty pour over one of, you know, you, here's a tip, grind it as fine to espresso, right? Mm -hmm. Grind it really fine. And then what you do is do like a really little bloop, like a dollop. So the whole thing sort of like soaks up the water and it creates like a unified crust. Let it sit Mm. for about 15 seconds and then go back and do your entire pour over. And Mm. it has a way harder time uh, you know, because you can do it and it runs through too fast and you have a weak mm-hmm. cup of coffee. But that's mm-hmm. the but anyways, mm-hmm. I, me and George R. Bun would have been friends. Um, totally. Totally. <laughs> You've been bunned. Um, that's going to be my new. Yes, uh, <laughs> this is going to be our new TV show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the hijinks and uh, pranks at diners. Well, <laughs> And to be fair, here's I've got this like highlighted in the document, which we can, you know, say like, Yes, of course, you're picturing the bad Folgers crystals, air packet, you know, pre like just the gross coffee. You can use a bun coffee maker with fucking great coffee. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So put the snobbery aside. Right. Anyways, uh, if you would like to move forward a little bit on why that many restaurants love it. But you don't have to. Oh, no. I would love to. I want to get into this. Many restaurant owners rely on Bun uh, as a coffee maker for that perfect cup of coffee for its customers. Uh, So a commercial Bun coffee uh, maker, as we know, will have two warmers. so The coffee can continuously be brewed throughout the day. And many of the trendy coffee franchises use Bun makers in their stores because it has to come hot. (laughs) It has to come quick. It's going to go. You know, I feel like there's always... If you're a coffee shop or you're a diner, there's always something brewing. It's, you're you're never not brewing. You're always be brewing. Uh, it's real Glenn but Glenn Gary Glenn Bun. That's what I'm gonna call that. <laughs> Glenn, Gary, Glenn Gary Glenn Bun. Glenn Gary Glenn Bun. Um, for sure. So the Bun Coffee Maker, which is this is like pretty fun, has a three minute brewing cycle that keeps coffee from tasting bitter, which is like super duper fun. Um, it has a spray head design. Uh on the coffee maker that creates the exact amount of turbulence to spread flavor evenly. This is sexy. I know. I know. And I didn't know that 200 degrees is apparently the perfect temperature to keep your coffee. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So the thing about Bun is that they um they have they have been and continue to be a very consistent in what they want to give customers, whether it's commercial grade or at home. Um, but the coffee maker that serves people in a restaurant is like perpetually heated, like you said, on the on the bun coffee maker that is like a perfect two hundred degrees, which is the brewing temperature, which keeps it like nice and even. Steven, I really immediately get like so one of the like each service industry job has its own sort of crazy making aspect where you're like, I know if I don't prep extra of this, I will come to regret it. When I think of working in diners, which I have, it is if if you guys do not have a system for staying on top of coffee, yeah. you're, just, you're just so fucked. You're going to have such a bad shift. And that is probably the number one priority over taking people's orders is keeping the coffee going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's even crazier than like a coffee shop. If believe it or not, it's the expectation. Um, and I do have to say before we pause for a quick little break. Um, and the cutest thing ever is of course these like 1950s and 1960s ads on, on the little packaging is like yes. the new, the new Bonomatic coffee so fast. It's a real eye opener. And I have to say, I really appreciate diners that actually have those posters up as for nostalgic purposes. It's so great. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I was mentioning that in my diner jobs, right? Uh, it really was about how fast can you keep the coffee coming? Like it's a real sin. You have to learn how to talk to the customers mm -hmm. if it's on the way, mm -hmm. you know? And the great thing is you're asking them to be patient for three minutes tops, which Dude, is like a- but three minutes is like an insane amount of time in, I know. Co in coffee land. That's so funny when you said that, when, when you know, we read the fact that it's three a three minute brewing cycle. I was like, I don't fucking have three minutes right here, man. All I, all I can picture is us like all like holding just mugs underneath the brew, underneath it, like the coffee coming out fresh, um, which is which has happened to me countless I, times. Listen, there, you're not really doing anything cross-contamination wise. Mm -mm. Oh, no. I, I really don't feel like you've ever been. And also in a diner, like, come on. I, it was more about keeping people happy. Oh, I'd be like, yeah. I, I got you. I was like, give me your mug. I'm just going to put it right under here. And then I would put the pot back under to keep, go you know, for the real psychos, you know? Yeah, for sure. I also feel that like the promise of a fresh cup of coffee is will like hold people over for waiting for their coffee to be like, it's coming. It's going to be so fresh. You're going to love it so much. It's just for you, you know, just for you. I did this just for you. So one of the things you would do, especially on weekends, um, is because my diner served really bad little prepackaged individual pack, um, 
portioned out amounts of their gross coffee. So yeah, yeah. It was, and like the shiny metallic uh, Oh, package. you know it, baby. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> cannot think of the brand at the moment, but we're yeah, all yeah. picturing it. You have to cut the corner and pour the whole fucker in. And oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So we would prep a bunch of the big floppy cupcake filters. Sure, and put a stack them on a tray and put them on top yep. of it. Yeah, and yeah. And we would just stack the pre-portioned filters, you know, with the with the grounds in them. And then for special customers or like when friends would come in for myself, I would do double amount because I liked stronger coffee. But that was like very fucking VIP. Ris- very, very VIP. Very VIP. <laughs> sort of situation but like that would be the difference between life or death on a really busy shift is like those extra few minutes fumbling trying to get the one little stupid filter oh and god forbid god forbid your filter like slumps to the side and then you then you've got (gasps) you remember and And then you have it it would fold mm -hmm, in and then you open it up and it's just a huge slurry you know, that's you, very unbun, not on bun brand. That not is bun, not not that was the IP. For. And then you VIP. have people. I I am getting very triggered by this whole topic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what do you mean the 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 ro- the brew got all fucked up and everybody has to wait longer for their coffee? It's a lot. Um, but what might be even more triggering is cleaning the crafts. <laughs> yeah, cleaning those because you know. That after you, you know, they sit for as long as they do, even though it's not like, yes, you can, you can burn it. They're warmers. Mm-hmm. But if you're being lazy and only have so much liquid sitting on there mm-hmm. for an aggressive amount of time, it starts to not only stain the coffee pot itself, but then it leaves that nasty flavor for every upcoming pot that you brew. So totally cle- cleaning it is of. Great, great importance. And that would be my most egregious side work that I would get tasked with. <laughs> Fucking cleaning the cleaning the coffee pots for sure. And there's more than one way to skin a cat or clean a bun uh, pot in this you, instance. Can I tell you how we did it? Which yeah. I'm like, when I was researching, I was like, I guess that's wrong. But it's what we did. We would do kosher salt. Uh-huh. Lemon juice uh-huh. and ice ice yeah. cubes and and then you swirl like it. right okay all right sames was that so and wrong? apparently everyone's like do not put citrus citric acid blah blah but then I'm also seeing that it's there's a total school of lemon juice cleaning and I would rather do the natural route even though I was not environmentally or chemically conscious Same. at age 21. Like, I how just, is lemon juice worse than bleach, I think, is my, like, not that anybody's, like, putting bleach in there, but you know that there's, who God knows what they're being cleaned <laughs> with, is all I'm all, saying. All I know is that, like, we did not, my my establishment, you know, did not spring for any sort of, like, cute little tablets or mixture or whatever. They were like, no, use what's in the restaurant. Use, you know... God's natural cleaning agents, which is maybe some vinegar, some yeah, lemon, right, a little bit of baking soda. But everyone has their own secret sauce for how they clean those pots. <laughs> and that's when you would accidentally explode one is because if you started the cleaning process while the pot was still very hot, 
Yeah, and sure. you started to do ice cubes and vigorous yes. swishing and yes. swirling, and then you, you get, get a nice like crack. the chemical. Yep, yep, for sure, because things are, and that definitely, you know, hopefully you have like the good tempered glass, and this isn't like you know specifically when you've got like glass pint glasses straight to the dishwasher, and then you have to put ice in them, and then they crack. Like that's a whole different scenario. Right. <gasps> I'm so triggered again right now. <laughs> I I do. I, I have to say, like I 100% prefer a bun machine over like when I would work at different places where you would have to do an entire air pot. Right. That really was a commitment where if you fucked up and didn't do it, you're like, we're kind of fucked for a bit, guys. Uh-huh. Whereas the bun had your back in three minutes, baby. Dude, for sure. Or even like the, you know, like the hu- the cubes, the huge cubes, right? You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if bun does those or not. We should do research. I just want I just want pots. You, I want the tactile hold in my hand and walk around from like customer to customer. I'm talking like the big cubes with the huge filters, and then it like and then it has the spout on it. You know? Yes, of course. And, mm-hmm. I I think what's happening there that is. I'm sure they manufacture these just the same. And that's probably for a place like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You know, if McDonald's doesn't have its own sort of a proprietary brand, it might sure. be on your nose. But because, you know, they're doing like drive through someone might be getting, you know, four coffees to go out the, out the drive through window. Who knows? I feel like I'm always seeing the coffee being pulled out Poured of the spout. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. That's all definitely a Starbucks thing, I think, you, too. You can't go wrong. With the bun carafe. Yeah, for sure. No way. No way, no how. And that's what we're here for today. <laughs> and and to be fair, like this is also your situation, right? When you are pulling over to a gas station or a 7-Eleven and you're like, fuck, I need a cup of coffee. Maybe it's not my first choice. But I would say the proper etiquette is if it's sitting there looking real crusty, like. Ask for some- a fresh pot. Yeah. <laughs> if it looks like swamp sludge. You know, yeah. just be like, and if you're hey. gonna order decaf, it might be guys. As much as I <laughs> love the orange, sometimes it was I was always like, I wish orange was regular coffee and brown was decaf because the orange is so much more pleasing to the eye. You're absolutely right, and and like it's like the orange carafe brings a sense of dread, which is unfair because orange is a happy color. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of science behind the color orange. <laughs> it makes people feel calm. It's one of the most used colors in advertising. Orange and blue together. Next time you look around, you will notice that people have done a lot of psychological background checks on you and their websites are blue and orange because it makes, well, they're the exact opposite ends of the color wheel of each other and they Mm -hmm. make our brains very pleased. Jet blue, orange and blue. Complimentary, if you will. Mm -hmm. I love it. So good. And I love learning about bun today with you, Brooke. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to say... I've got a bun in the oven. Um, <laughs> and, that's, only that's, and that's your new cleaning method f- for the carafe. Exactly. I just meant that, you know, like when I have a bun in the oven, it means I just had some diner coffee. Uh, oh, that's fucking great, dude. You guys have been buns. <laughs> Sick bun. Sick um, bun, dude. <laughs> all right. Well, guys. Uh, do you have suggestions of some like like restaurant tropes, some iconic restaurant mm-hmm. tools, mm-hmm. items, mm-hmm. Uh, sayings, history? What else do you want us to do a quick little deep dive on? Feel free to get at us uh, on Instagram or over email, sideworkpod at gmail.com, and we will research it for you and put it on a new episode of Add-Ons. 
Yeah, guys. Thanks a lot. And we'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye.